Hello. Hello. <laughs> so we start it. Yeah. <laughs> Just cut right into it. Hello. Welcome to a Flixmax bonus episode. Thirty-one nights of horror, where we celebrate the dark side of cinema. Here are your hosts, Scott and Terry. Hello there, and welcome to a Flixmax bonus edition. This is our 31 Nights of Horror show number one, I guess. Yes. Um, a little delayed, but... A little delayed, but we've been busy. Yeah. Um, watching 31 movies in 31 days is a big undertaking. Mm-hmm. But we'll get there, I suppose. Uh, what we did was we... If you listen to our draft episode, we drafted... Um, 31 movies each, falling under 31 different categories. Most of them we haven't seen, or we just wanted to get a rewatch. I think in Scott's case, they're all first time. Yep. So he's a he's a real eager eager beaver. Eager zombiever. Which leads us into our first category, <laughs> which was horror comedy. Um, and I chose to watch for the first time Zombievers. Uh, basically, it's uh, a truck containing some toxic waste mm-hmm. falls out of a truck, floats down a river, um, smashes into a zombie or uh, sorry, a beaver beaver dam, den, a den or whatever. Yeah. And the, this ooze leaks all over the place, and the beavers turn into like some beavers. Zombie beavers, as like you would expect, they would. Man-eating, man-eating beavers. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, that's a different movie. Man-eating beavers. Uh, that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I. I honestly didn't care for it much. No, I, th- I thought it was, I enjoyed the campiness of it and the practical effects. The acting was really bad. Yeah. Yeah, the practical effects were good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like Bill Burr's cameo. Mm-hmm. Bill Burr fan. But other than that, didn't care for it too much. Um, so how about your comedy? I viewing? chose one that was called uh, The Perfect Host and it stars um, David Hyde Pierce and a guy named Clayne Crawford I believe is his name Um, he was the he played um, Martin Riggs on the TV series. Oh that guy yeah that guy Um, it was okay it it starts off with this guy Clayne he's escaping this robbery that he's done and he happens upon David Hyde Pierce house and David Hyde Pierce lets him in. Well, he gets himself into the house under false pretenses and David Hyde Pierce says he's having this party and he's the guy can stay if he wants. 
And as it turns out, David Hyde Pierce is fucking crazy and the party doesn't actually exist. And he's imagining all of his party guests there. And he's talking to them, having these full conversations with all these people. And this guy's in this house and he has no idea what the hell's going on. You get to see David Hyde Pierce, you know, air fuck somebody because he's pretending he's doing somebody, but really it's just him, you know, <laughs> in the air. Um, there's some twists at the end. I mean, certainly sure, I'll give it away. It's not a big deal. If you haven't seen it, it's, you know, 10 years old. I mean, turns out David Hyde Pierce is a cop upon all things too. And so, yeah, there's, there's some things that it it's entertaining enough, but it was, it was pretty strange. Oh, oh, hmm. oh and, and it's not that I wrote, I wrote note down is that he, he did a lot of air motorboating as well. Oh, well, yes. As one tends to. Yeah. So yeah, it was, David Hyde Pierce was certainly was very good in it, but, uh, yeah, it was, just, it was a very strange movie. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Moving along. Um, the next category was zombie. Um, so I chose to rewatch Serpent in the Rainbow. Mm-hmm. I saw it when I was a kid, and it freaked me out. And I saw it probably 10 years ago again. Um, it's just a really good movie. Mm-hmm. There's a... It's a good story, and it's got some... Based on a true story. Based on a true story, and uh, I've always kind of been interested in, like, that whole Haitian voodoo-type stuff, and mm-hmm. this is a... This is movie is pretty much about that, so... Um, and Bill Pullman is awesome. He's yeah. usually pretty good in everything he does. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. this is one of Wes Craven's, I think, more original movies. Yeah, like not a um, slasher film. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's he did a good job directing and mm-hmm. putting it together. So, um, as far as zombie movies go, it's uh, it's up there for me. It's not my favorite, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I chose probably the quintessential original zombie movie of uh, Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. pretty much. Well, zombies have been mentioned in movies prior. This pretty much invented the way we know zombies as not, as now as, you know, carnivorous, slow-moving, you know, brain dead. Yeah, back from the dead type. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I... I quite enjoyed it. I was surprised of how well it held up. Like it seemed of the time and you know, you can, you can see they haven't really defined the, the slow walking movement of the zombie yet as it's perfected now. And a lot of the zombies have some sort of awareness, like where they can take objects and break things. And you know, so they're a little more, you know, smarter than they are now. Um, but, you know, I liked it, and, I, and I've heard people talk about this, is that, um, you know, how there was a black lead, which was unheard of at that time. Yeah. But there's no mention in the script of him being black. Like, there was, like, there's nobody racist towards him, or there's no racial tension. There's just 
a guy who's an, who's just an asshole, but it's not because he's the guy's black or anything. So that was just kind of refreshing to, to see that. And that was, uh, yeah, no, I, I quite, in, quite enjoyed the movie. So you didn't find it was slow and monotonous after everything that's come since like, no, I was, I was actually quite surprised, you know, cause it, well, that's the thing is you look at it now saying, Oh, it has all the usual jump zombie tropes, but the zombie tropes came from this movie. So it's like everything that you see now came from this. So yeah, even though I had seen it so many times in newer versions, no, I didn't, uh, it didn't get to me on no, even the non-zombie parts I found compelling. I thought the screenplay was really good. And uh, yeah, the, the acting was pretty good as well. Excellent. Kudos to the late George A. Romero in his first feature film. It was a good one. Mm-hmm. It left its mark, that's for sure. So next was Werewolves. And I chose something way out of left field because of seen a lot of werewolf movies so i went with something i don't know maybe a 43 year old man shouldn't watch by himself (laughs) Uh, i went with red riding hood with amanda siegfried um surprisingly enough gary oldman virginia virginia madsen lucas haas um like actually a pretty good cast for what it was and Mm -hmm. uh it was too twilighty for me. It mm. was really Hollywood soundstage type shit. Yeah. Um, and very predictable. Yeah. Like, just how... like you know, in horror movies, when you can just tell who the who the unknown assailant is just by mm-hmm. the way two characters look at each other, or yeah. certain situations, and that character's there just by circumstance. And, mm-hmm. Um, so basically it's a story of, uh, this village and, um, every year, um, villagers have to offer up livestock to a wolf. Um, but the wolf has started killing humans again. Mm. So they go to kill this wolf and it turns out to that the wolf is somebody who, Amanda Siegfried's character is in love with. And oh no! Just like it's it's actually like it's beautifully shot and yeah. the color the colors are vibrant and stuff, but it's just too plastic looking. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can tell it's a soundstage and whatnot. So what's it um, like? Was it PG or 14A or was it, was there, there actually was, gore in it or? Uh, there was a little bit, but it was probably PG. I didn't look at the rating. Looking at it. Oh yeah, it's PG 13. Yeah, it's a fantasy horror mystery. Was it a mystery while you watched it? No, I figured it out in about 10 minutes. So yeah, that was my werewolf. Kind of a waste, but what yeah. else? Okay. Um, I watched uh, Bad Moon, which you said that you watched. Yeah, it's awesome. It was. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, It was based on a novel called Thor, which was the dog's character in the in the in the movie. And the book was apparently told through 
the dog's eyes like the whole thing was like dog pov and there are some pov shots in this movie from the dog that you that you do see and um yeah i thought it was pretty decent got some great practical effects in it um like with the gore and the attacks and stuff and the werewolf itself looked pretty good however there's one transition scene and it is just terrible you only see one scene where he turns from the man to the werewolf and it is the worst early age of digital graphics and it does not does not work at all yeah um but there's there's a couple things that bother me i mean they well not really i mean they don't really there's no suspense really of who the werewolf is going to be um you find out pretty early that it's this this single mom's uh, brother and when they first go see him out in the woods when he's got his little arrow stream trailer out there um the dog jumps out of the truck to go see the guy right away and he's all friendly and happy to see him and then like within 10 minutes the story's unfolding and all the clues are pointing to the brother being the werewolf and then the dog starts having ill effects towards the brother like starts growling at him and and being agitated to him. So it's like only because we found out that the brother is now. So now yeah. the dog can start behaving that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, it was fine. Uh, the, the boy, the son was played by Mason Gamble, who played Dennis the Menace in the, in the reboot in 1993 with Walter Matthau. I thought I would just bring that up. I know the kid you're talking about. Yeah. And um, their werewolf itself in with all the prosthetics was played by Ken Kersinger. Really? Yes. Hmm. From Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees from Takes Manhattan. Yes. No, no. Yeah. I think he's Freddy versus Jason. Jason. He's Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, Kane Hodder is still Jason Takes Manhattan. You're Jason Takes Manhattan. I am? Yes. Well, whatever the case, it's it is a Jason Voorhees, and he was playing. Yeah, I think he's Jason. Kid. I think he's Freddy versus Jason. I used to be. Okay, so our uh, next category would be the 2010s, and what did you have? Uh, I watched Train to Busan for the first time. Mm-hmm. Pretty good foreign zombie movie. Yeah, um, it's pretty intense. The it was, it had those elements of Asian cinema that were funny, you know, mm. like how the zombies just kind of immediately turned into zombies and they were all contorted. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like, you know, the zombies are fast, like in 28 days later. Or um, World Wars a year, whatever. World Wars a yeah. And they're, they're more rabid than, you know, slow moving. Yeah, it's more of a virus. Rotting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the story is uh, um, a reactor breaks or something. Mm-hmm. And there's like a leak and these people start turning into zombies. Um, and essentially it takes place on a train yeah. or a couple different trains. Mm-hmm. It's um, like snakes on a plane, except on a train and with zombies. And a better movie. And a better movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I found some parts to be a little too like 
sentimental, emotional. Yeah. Um, but no, for the most part, it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. I just, I did, I went in with no expectations. So I was surprised that yeah. it was pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty solid. I think there's a sequel in the works because, you know, it had international success. So that yeah, means there it, has to be a sequel. Yeah. It's, uh, and like <clears throat> the, the subtitles, like the dialogue was pretty simple. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't a lot to follow. And even if there wasn't subtitles, you could pretty much follow the movie. Yeah. And because there was so much sustained action too, there wasn't a lot of dialogue as well. Cause there was, yeah, just a lot yeah. of different action scenes of the, as the zombies move from car to car. And the, the, the kind of little weird twist where, when it's dark, the zombies get all confused and mm -hmm. don't know what's going on. That was kind of mm -hmm. cool. But, uh, yeah, it was, okay. uh, it was good. Okay. Uh, for my choice, I watched a movie called Low Life, um, which, as I said in the, in the preview show, it's uh, Sorted Lives of an Addict. The next con and luchador collide when an organ harvesting caper goes very, very wrong. Um, I was expecting something different. Yeah. Um, this wasn't as extreme as I thought it was going to be. I thought it would be more of like a throwback grindhouse type movie. Yeah. While there is some violence, it it was trying really hard to be like a Tarantino Pulp Fiction type movie. Oh yeah. Like it even had like separate segments of the movie. There was monsters, fiends, thugs, and criminals, and it just tried really hard. In fact, one of the one of the characters in the in the movie, um, I can't even remember his name because I don't even really care. Um, he kind of looked like a cross between Tarantino and Richard Kyle. Um, <laughs> and yeah, no, I mean, and then there's guy with the big swastika tattoo right in the middle of his face it's like the cross the crosshairs of the swastika is like right between his eyebrows and then the rest just covers <laughs> his whole face and it's like yeah no and and he speaks like he's all big hip-hop type gangster type guy um yeah i was expecting more i was expecting a lot more high, high octane type action and stuff but um it was trying to trying to hard like yeah because it was having some overlapping stories and i would go back and see where things led and yeah i was trying to be very very tarantino but it's a it it's very hard to do tarantino if you're not tarantino and when it's done poorly it's really you can really notice it and yeah, yeah it was yeah. yeah i watched it and i wasn't too thrilled i think mm -hmm. i tuned out halfway through and just kind of but it's no Tarantino. No. Uh, so next, uh, we chose something from the 1980s. I chose mm -hmm. the movie The Gate. Mm -hmm. um, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, the story was kind of ridiculous. Mm -hmm. um, essentially, the story is, well... Um, it kind of reminded me a little bit of a like a poltergeist ripoff, mm. a little bit. 
but basically the story is this kid and his family live in this house and they have to tear down this tree in the backyard and um was some contractor died and in the wall isn't there like a yeah yeah behind the drywall or something like that yeah and anyways these kids open up a gate to hell essentially Mm. So they have to fight off all these little demons and all these, you know. And by kid, you mean Stephen Dorf. Stephen Dorf. Stephen Dorf. Yes. Um, yeah, he's young. He's maybe 12 in that movie. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, him, his sister, and his friend, who's like <laughs> some major, like, death metal headbanger at 12 years old. But he looks like a total nerd. Like, mm-hmm. discovers this record in his collection that when he reads a passage, he opens the gates of hell where this tree was. Um, they have to save the day by closing the gate to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like stop motion animation, and it yeah. was actually decent for its time. Um, like the Ray like those, Harryhausen type Ray Harryhausen, yeah, like those yeah. little those little critters that were mm-hmm. running around, and then like the big thing with six arms or whatever mm-hmm. at the end. Um, I thought it was decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a lot. I, I think I've only seen it once, and I saw it. I saw it on VHS. I mean, that's how long ago I saw it, and uh, but I remember liking it as a kid. I certainly wouldn't call it a horror movie i don't know it's more of like a fantasy yeah with horror elements i guess Mm -hmm. so it was all right i enjoyed it and for myself i chose a movie called of unknown origin uh which is stars peter weller as uh he's some sort of high-powered accountant or whatever but his house is being um, invaded by a giant rat and he can't find it. And he essentially descends into madness trying to find this, find this rat. Um, It's almost genuinely creepy because just the thought of this rat getting into all your personal space and then going through his pantry and everything's been destroyed. And, but, uh, it, it was it was pretty decent. Um, one of the issues I had was when they did the close-ups of the rat, it they showed like a real rat, and but when they were showing it in different places, um, they're trying to do forced perspective, and it was still small. But then when they had the fake rat, it was like the size of a small dog. But yeah, the the sound or the uh, the size of the rat kept changing depending on how what angles it was at and um some interesting trivia about the the filmmakers uh, well the movie was filmed in montreal it had it had uh, a mostly canadian cast or some americans who we think of as canadians because they appear in a lot of canadian productions like maury kaken and stuff yeah yeah uh the director was greek is greek but born in 
Italy, and he moved to my hometown of Victoria in the 1980s. And he hmm. his name is George P. Cosmantos, mm -hmm. and he directed other things like uh, Rambo, First Blood Part Two, mm -hmm. Cobra, Leviathan, and one of yours and my favorite, uh, Tombstone. Really? Yep. And his son is Panos, who directed Mandy. Ah. Yes. So. Hmm. And There's a little bit of six degrees of separation, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Mm hmm So yeah, so they, so he was, I think the son was born in Italy as well, but yeah, he was pretty much raised in Victoria. So we were in Victoria at the same time. So I could have run into him. I never know. Maybe I was an inspiration for Mandy for somehow, for some reason. Well, yeah. Yeah. I saw, I saw a lot of similarities between you and, and uh, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage in that movie. And, and the, the cult leader, especially the way I seductively dance naked in front of people. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> you have done that from time to time. I mean, it's it, when, when the mood strikes, it just, it happens. When the mood strikes, you just mm -hmm. got to go with it, right? Yeah. So yeah, so that's um, that was that. I mean, yeah, it was a it was a decent movie. It was silly, but um, it seemed realistic, other than the changing size of the rat. But uh, yeah, he just Peter Weller goes absolutely apeshit, crazy, trying obsessed with trying to find this rat and totally ruins his life. We've all and been it, there. Yes, yes, and then, of course, and his his wife is played by former playboy playmate and current wife of gene simmons shannon tweed oh and she gets an introducing shannon tweed credit right at the beginning of the movie and then within like two minutes you're seeing her naked so, oh yes so that happened she's a good looking gal mm -hmm. from newfoundland i believe yep no i thought she was from regina no she's from st john's i think Oh, so I could have sworn I saw an episode where they were in like Saskatoon or some shit. Maybe she was raised there, but she was born in Newfoundland. So, I and then and then she punched you in the face. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I guess that's uh, that's it for episode one. Mm -hmm. We've still got five to do, and we've got like four. Days to do it. <laughs> we'll get it done. Don't worry. I'm sure yeah. people are worried. They're sitting on pins and needles, wondering if we'll get it done or not. We might have to condense like two, two, five movie segments into one segment. But I'm I'm okay with that. But yes. So yeah, I guess uh, that's it for round one. Mm -hmm. um, Stay tuned for round two and. Any day now. Any day or any week or maybe next Halloween. We're not yes. sure. Mm -hmm. But uh, And also uh, go to the website and listen to the... There's one up now for sure or will be. Um, quick Lick, the Joker. Mm -hmm. Or Joker, yes, our, our, sorry. That's our new spinoff. Yep. Our new spinoff, Quick Licks. It's just a little review of some stuff. Of current movies, yeah. Um, that'll be up maybe tomorrow. That's up to you. Mm -hmm. 
I edit them, you upload them. That's the yes. way it works around here. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I guess that's it for now. Alrighty then. So uh, until next time. Mm -hmm. Toodles. Toodles.